the following episode deals with alcohol, whiskey specifically. We're in no way sponsored by any of the mentioned companies. Drink responsibly. I'm Greg, and welcome to Passion of the Geeks Unplugged. Usually, Pat and I talk about geek and pop culture and everything else we enjoy, but sometimes there's a thing that only one of us is an expert in. This is what Passion of the Geeks Unplugged is for. Shorter, only slightly edited, and straight to the point. Unplugged. Today, I'm going to talk about whiskey and why I love it. I'm no expert in whiskey, but I had my fair share of it. And I know what I like. So, why do I like it? Well, first of all, there is the taste. Secondly, there is the variety of all these tastes. No two whiskies take alike. And the more you had, the more you notice these differences. So, basically, drinking whiskey is its own reward. Because you get the experience. But let's start with the basics. Whiskey is basically just water and bar barley. Sometimes they use grain, but mostly barley. Uh, the production of whiskey is actually quite easy. You let the barley germinate until the starch of the grain has become malt sugar. You dry and ground that and add some hot water to it and let it ferment. It's almost like brewing a beer. You just save the hops. So this beer-like liquid is then distilled twice in copper pot stills Sometimes even more. Irish whiskey, for example. And then you fill the spirit into casks. Usually, Scottish people take uh, secondhand oak casks. And you wait at least three years. Preferably more. But I think you already knew that. Most people categorize whiskey into two big categories. There's blended and there's single malt. Thing is... There's nothing wrong with a good blend. Sure, there are cheap blends around, but most of the time you know what you get. Let's say Johnny Walker or whatever. Speaking of Johnny Walker, and here's the thing that I actually think is quite impressive. A company like Johnny Walker, they buy whiskey all over Scotland from many, many different distilleries. And the job of the blend master is to mix these whiskies together to deliver the constant quality and constant taste that people expect from Johnny Walker or Shiva's Regal or whatever, or however you want to call them. So here's the thing. I think that's quite impressive to yeah, mix and blend whiskies from all over Scotland and come up with the same taste, the same texture, the same color. Okay, sure. Sometimes they cheat a little bit when it comes to the color. But respect to the master blender. Well, let's focus on single malt whiskey. Single malt is actually not that different from blends. The only difference is that instead of from many, many different distilleries all over Scotland or any other country, you just take casks whiskey from your distillery and you blend it just as well, just in-house. So uh, there is a blend, is a whiskey from all over Scotland. A single malt whiskey 
is usually a blend from one distillery. They're doing it for the same reason as the big blends do it. They want consistent quality, consistent taste, consistent color. So the important detail though, the youngest whiskey they pour into a blend gives the age of the bottle. So yeah, maybe you bought some three-year-old whatever and there was 30, 40-year-old whiskey in there. You never know. There's another category though, single cask. But I talk about that one another time because yeah, that opens up a whole new world. Today, I would like to tell you about three distilleries I really like, kind of to get you started into whiskey a little bit. I start with something very surprising for me. Teeling from Ireland. I wasn't the biggest fan of Irish whiskey. I mean, they even spell it wrong. But they won me over with some of their newer products. Irish whiskey is distilled three times. That makes it a bit smoother. Most Irish whiskey I tried before, though, was not only smooth, it was also kind of boring, and the different tastes that were definitely there didn't linger long enough. I like kind of strong flavors, strong tastes that yeah, stick a little bit with you. But I was taught a lesson by Teeling. With their Brabazoon series, for example, they experimented with different casks, port or sherry or other, which led to fruity and sweet tastes. And my biggest surprise was they lingered. Some, For some reason, I don't know what they did. They finally produced an Irish whiskey that yeah, could compete in a, in a sense of flavor with some Scottish products. My biggest surprise, though, was the relatively new Black Pits. It's an Irish whiskey with quite some peat in it. Which, uh, if you know a little bit about Irish whiskey, is very, very uncommon. Uh, peat is that smoky taste that most people associate with whiskey. Especially Scottish Island whiskey, like Isla or whatever. So, to get this in a smooth, smooth Irish whiskey is actually quite a revelation. I know people who don't like peat, but really enjoy this one. But let's leave Ireland and Irish whiskey for some proper Scottish whiskey. I mean, whiskey is known as Scotch after all. If you want to get into whiskey, I recommend Tullibardeen, a distillery located in Blackford. It's technically a Highland whiskey. Uh, they produce a relatively smooth whiskey that contains all the different flavor people generally associate with whiskey. But in a way that's palatable for novices. So you get a little bit of that fruit, you get a little bit of that peat, but not too much. I actually got my start into whiskey with Tully Bardeen, 1993 to be specifically. They had a variety of different cask flavors, and I still like Tully Bardeen today. They're not one of the biggest names, and that's why you usually get what you pay for. Their entry-level bottles are actually definitely worth their money, and even the higher priced ones deliver. Their new 15-year-old, for example, definitely worth checking out. But let's end on a high note. Highland Park, to be specifically. Highland Park is my favorite distillery. Located on the island of Orkney, way, way up in the north, Highland Park just delivers everything you could want from a whiskey. There's fruit, there's peat, and everything is well-rounded and absolutely delicious. 
being one of the more popular distilleries, they actually know what they can charge for a bottle. But if you're not too fixated on age, you can actually get the Highland experience, Highland Park experience for quite a good price. Here's the thing. I actually believe that Island whiskies, just as whiskies from Isla, Orkney or Skye and so on, they actually don't need to be that old to be delicious. Sure, I like old and peaty, but I quite enjoy younger peaty whiskies as well. I like to think of them as young and wild. So if there's a Highland Park 10-year-old, a Valkyrie or any other Viking-inspired name, you get something tasty. Speaking of tasty, just because I like those three doesn't mean that you will. Tastes are very, very different. I always say there's good and bad taste. But actually for whiskey, I think that's not true. If you like whiskey, then you like it. Doesn't matter what everyone else tells you. I think the only important thing when drinking whiskey is that you savor every drop. A lot of people usually spend a lot of time making the product. And I think they and the liquid itself deserve our respect. So pour yourself a wheat ram of whiskey and savor it. This is it for this week. Please like, share and subscribe to our podcast. We're on all major podcasting services and on www.passionofthegeeks.com. You can send questions and suggestions to passionofthegeeks at gmail.com and you can find us on YouTube and on Twitter at PassionOTGeeks. Slanja. <laughs>